All right, welcome to the press room, episode one. I'm your host, Cooper Shepard, with my co-host, Jace Jantz. How are you doing today, sir? Pretty good. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Obviously, NBA starts tomorrow. Let's just get right into it. Today, we're going to only talk about NBA today. Obviously, season's about to start. I mean, let's just get into our way too early. I guess not too early anymore. NBA starts tomorrow. But our predictions for the season. I got Lakers going back-to-back. Best team in the league. Arguably the two best six men in the league. They got AD. They got LeBron. They're stacked. I mean, do you agree? I mean, you can't really pick a team that matches up too well against the Lakers. I mean, Celtics are pretty good, but I think Lakers go back-to-back too. I agree. I agree. My second take for this year, LaMelo Ball is going to disappoint. He can't shoot. We're in a game where it's hard to run an offense when you're point guard. I mean, he he can't consistently shoot the three. He averaged 17, 7, and 7 in his time overseas, but he also did shoot 25% from three, attempting about seven a game. 37% from the field on 17 shots a game. Just not the stats you want to see from your franchise point guard. He's lazy on defense. I think he's going to struggle, struggle trying to guard most cards in the league. I think he's going to be a bust. What do you think about Lamelo? I mean, I see him as a similar type player to his brother, Lonzo. I mean, I think he'll be, I mean, a decent point guard in the NBA, but I don't think he's going to be any type of franchise point guard for the Hornets. I got Trey Young leading the Hawks to the playoffs. He averaged 30 points per game last season. Couldn't manage to get over the hump. But they've made some nice moves this offseason, though. They added Bogdan Bogdanovich, Gallinari, Rondo. Then they drafted Okongu from USC, big man, sixth overall pick. I think Trey Young's going to lead him to at least an eight seed. What do you think about that? I mean, yeah, him and John Collins, I think they're going to be a great duo with, I mean, Capella, obviously. Capella at center. I don't think he'll be – he won't do anything crazy, but he'll be a good big man for that team. And then Okongu off the bench, I think he'll be a big part off the bench, along with Rondo. I think they're going to have a decent bench this year, which is something they didn't have last year. So I think, yeah, I could see them making the playoffs for sure. see John Collins having a very, very good season for the Hawks as well. Now you, Jace, do you have any takes that I did not cover? I mean, I have TJ Warren as an all-star. I think Aldipo is most likely going to get traded from what it seems like. So I think TJ Warren takes over that main scoring role for the Indiana Pacers, and I think I think he gets an all-star appearance this year. All right. I, I can't see it personally, but I respect it. Award predictions. Let's get into them. I got Luka at MVP. He finished fourth last year. I think Dallas is one of the league's upcoming teams, and I think he's he, he's the clear face of the team, future, future face of the franchise. Who you got for MVP? I mean – I think it's I think it's gonna go back to Steph Curry. I mean, Steph Curry, he's been injured, um, coming back. Obviously they don't have Clay Thompson this year, but they've got a decent team around him. And I think Steph Curry could go back to being that thirty point a game score, dominant from three point line. All I mean, I think they could be a great team this year and I think their top four seed, I could see him win MVP. I respect it. I got Luca. If not Luca, it's gonna be Curry. Defensive Player of the Year, I got Anthony Davis. I think he's going to average about three blocks a game. Who you got for Defensive Player of the Year? I mean, I think Giannis goes back-to-back for Defensive Player of the Year. Obviously, voter fatigue for MVP is going to be a big part for him, and I don't think he'll win MVP this year, but I can see him winning Defensive Player of the Year for sure. He's dominant on the defense side of the ball. He can get steals, blocks, wherever you need. Obviously, his defensive rateage is always you know, pretty high, so I think Giannis is going to be – Defense player of the year again. All right, let's move on to rookie of the year. I got James Wiseman. Obviously, they drafted him the second overall pick. They've been pretty weak at the center position for a few years, and uh, I think they found their guy. I think he's going to average close to a double-double, if not. You know, I mean, I think James Wiseman is going to take him rookie of the year. Who you got? 
I mean, I think Wiseman's a great pick. James Wiseman, I think, fits in really well with that Warriors team. But I think Killian Hayes of the Pistons, I think Derrick Rose is going to be a great mentor for him. And I think he's going to be able to lead that Pistons team to more than most people are expecting out of them. And I think that Killian Hayes can take home Rookie of the Year playing alongside, I mean, Blake Griffin and Jeremy Grant. And then obviously Derrick Rose, I think, I don't know, I think Killian Hayes is an underrated pick for Rookie of the Year this year. Killian Hayes, obviously not a, not a common Rookie of the Year pick. We'll, we'll see. He's sixth man of the year. He's not starting. I've got Schroeder. Obviously, the Lakers are going to dominate the NBA once again. I think he's going to back up LeBron at point guard. And I got Schroeder taking home sixth man of the year. I mean, Dennis Schroeder, Montrez Harrell, whoever, like, I think whoever has a better year off the bench for the Lakers, I think Lakers have got best bench in the NBA. I think whoever their best player off the bench is is more than likely going to win sixth man of the year. Most improved player, who you got? I got Jamal Murray. I think that playoff run really showed what he's capable of. And, I mean, coming off a season where he averaged around 18 points a game, I think he's going to be able to build off of that and probably become a 25-point scorer, take over that leading scoring role for the Nuggets. And I think playing alongside Jokic, I, I mean, obviously he's a great, great ball movement on that team. And I think Jamal Murray is going to be – a really big part of that team, and I think he'll take home most proof player. I got Lonzo Ball, obviously, as we all know. Stepped it up last season a little bit, proving he can, he can be a pretty good defender, keep up with the league's point guards. I think he's going to improve his three-point shot, take a big step, and I think he's got most improved player. To move on to coach of the year, I got Rick Carlisle. I, I kind of just feel like he's going to coach of the year. I mean, I feel like the Mavs are going to compete for a top spot in the West, and I feel like he's going to be rewarded with coach of the year. What do you got? I think – uh, <clears throat> the Suns with all their great additions. Uh, I mean, Chris Paul, obviously, is going to be a big part of that team. But, I mean, I think Monty Williams wants Coach of the Year. If they can be even like a top five seed in the West, I think Monty Williams definitely takes some Coach of the Year. All right, let's 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 move into the NBA seeding projections for this year. Start off with the Western Conference. Obviously, you've got Lakers that won both ways. I assume you agree with that. Yeah, for sure. I got Clippers two, Nuggets three. Who's your two and three? I mean, my two and three, I got Nuggets and then Clippers. but And then I got Warriors at four. Who do you got at four? I got Mavericks. Let's go back up to two a little bit. Clippers, obviously, blew a 3-1 lead to the Nuggets in the playoffs. We'll see how they can do. Obviously, they're a pretty dominant regular season team. I got them at two, Nuggets at three, obviously. As you said, Jamal Murray, I think, is going to take a, take a big step this year. Jokic, one of the best centers in the league. Now four, I got Mavericks. You got Warriors. I think the I I got I got Warriors at five. I think the Mavericks are going to be. I think Luke is going to win MVP. Obviously, if Porzingis can stay healthy, they got Josh Richardson. They got a few nice pieces. I feel like they got the four seed, and then Warriors. I got Warriors at five. Obviously, I think Curry's going to take a big step this this year. He's going to win MVP if Luka doesn't. They've they've got James Wiseman, obviously Draymond Green, uh, Kelly Oubre. I think that's yeah, an underrated Kelly pickup for Ubre them. Jr. And then, so you, you got a five. I've got the Suns at five. I think Chris Paul is going to really step, like Chris Paul and Jay Crowder was a really good pickup for them. I think those two uh, veterans can really like lead this young team to be a good playoff team, or good regular season team, and then hopefully a good playoff team. And I think they could be a top five seed. I agree. I agree. I, I, I think the Suns are going to take a big step, obviously, from what they were last year, because obviously they're pretty bad. But I think they're going to carry that eight no bubble record in the season and some people. Now I got my sixth seed. I got the Jazz. Obviously, they got Donovan Mitchell. He's a stud. Went off in the playoffs. They've got Rudy Gobert. He's good defensive presence. I mean, they didn't really make any big moves in the offseason. Kind of the same team. 
feel like feel like we're going to kind of see the same thing from what we saw last year from them, but I got them at the sixth seed. Who you got a six? I mean, I got the Mavericks. I think Luka's going to be a really good player. I mean, a Porzingis, I mean, you never know with injuries with him. But hopefully, I think they can be a better team than six, but that's just where I have them right now. Okay, okay. I, I got Suns at seven, obviously, as we just talked about. Going to take a big step this year. They got Chris Paul, Devin Booker. It's a deadly backcourt. DeAndre Aiden can step it up. I think he's going to be a good fit in the league. Obviously, they got Michael Bridges. He's a young player. I think he's going to be pretty good. Who you got at seven? I got the Jazz at seven. And then, I mean, obviously, like you said, I think it's more of what they've, you know, accomplished in the past. Like Donovan Mitchell, great score. Then Rigo Bear at center, locking down the paint, I think. they. I mean, they've got a great team, but I just don't see them being any higher than seven, six seed. Now I've got the Blazers at eight. I got them sneaking into the Western Conference. Maybe not 100% sure on this. I don't know if they can compete with the Western Conference, obviously. Dame Lillard carries that team. CJ McCollum's a good piece of that team. If Nurkic can stay healthy, he's a good center. But I, I don't. I just can't see them getting much better than the eight seed in the Western Conference. If, if they are able to sneak into the, to the playoffs, so you got an eight. I mean, I agree. Bla- Blazers at eight, that's – I mean, Blazers, Memphis, I think either of those teams – I think those are the two teams that are going to be – you know, competing for that eight seed in the Western Conference. I mean, the Memphis Grizzlies, John Morant, he's a great player. I think Jaron Jackson is going to be – I think he's going to take a bigger step this year. He's going to be a really good defensive presence for that team. And Brandon Clark, I think he had a really great year last year. And I think he's going to be able to step it up too. I think everybody on that Memphis team is just improving. And I think Memphis could definitely sneak in at eight, but I have the Blazers at eight too. All right, let's get on to the Eastern Conference. I got Bucks at one. I assume you agree with Bucks at one. Obviously, yeah, I mean, they've yeah. got the reigning MVP, Giannis, great defensive player. Obviously, everybody knows who's, 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 who Giannis is. He, he's an absolute beast. They picked up Drew Blood, uh, not Drew Blood, so Drew Holiday, I believe. I think he's gonna be he's gonna be good for them. I mean, I, I just think they're the most dominant team in the East. Now, I got the Nets at two. Obviously, this is the first season we're seeing KD back. I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna come back and kill it. I think he's going to play good with Kyrie. Obviously, they got some good pieces on that team and Karis LeVert, Spencer Dinwiddie, Torian Prince, Jared Allen's obviously improving. I got the Nets at two. Who you got? I mean, the Nets are a really good, well-rounded team. I think the top three East teams, I mean, they've got to be the three most well-rounded teams in the league. I mean, Bucks, Nets, Celtics. I think I got Celtics at two and Nets at three, but, I mean, I could definitely see the Nets at two over the Celtics. Okay, yeah, I guess two and three flipped. I got Celtics at three. Obviously, Jason Tatum. Dude's a stud. He's only going to get better. They've got Marcus Smart. They've got, I mean, the Jalen Brown. He's a really good player. I'm sure I'm missing some, but I mean, they've got a great team. I got them at three. I got Raptors at four. Obviously, I mean, I don't think they made any big offseason moves. Obviously, they still got Kyle Lowry, Fred VanVleet, who got paid this season, this offseason. They've got Siakam, which he was kind of lousy last year compared to what he had or last offseason, I should say, last playoffs, I should say, compared to what he has been, but. If he can get back to his regular season form and just play like he has been playing, I've got him at four. Who you got? Who you got at four? I mean, same. I've got the Raptors at four. I think they also have a really well-rounded team. I mean, they lost Mark Gasol and Serge Ibaka. Obviously, they that's their two big men. But I think uh, Boucher. I think he could step it up and you know be a starting take on a starting role for that team. And I think they could still be a pretty good team at four. Now I got the Heat at five. Obviously, they killed it in the playoffs last last season. Made it to the finals, lost to the the, the reigning champions, the Lakers. Obviously, now 
I I don't think that they can carry that that good playoff run in the season. I think they're going to sneak in at the five seed. Obviously, they've got Jimmy Butler, uh, Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero. I mean, they've got a good team, but I, I got them at the five seed. I mean, yeah, I'd have to agree. I think he at five. Uh, I mean, Jimmy Butler is a great player, but I just see them as more of like, I don't know. I think Jimmy Butler really likes to turn it up in the playoffs, and he's not much of like a try as hard as he can during the regular season. So I could definitely see them slipping down to five even after making that finals appearance. I agree. Now, my last three, six, seven, and eight, I've got 76ers at six, Hawks at seven, and Pacers at eight. What's your bottom three looking like? I mean, I've got 76ers, Hawks, and then instead of the Pacers, I've got the Wizards. I think Russell Westbrook is going to – I mean, last year they were a decent team with just Bradley Beal, and I think bringing in Russell Westbrook into that equation – I mean, obviously people think he's not the greatest teammate, but he carried that Thunder team in the past when he won the MVP, and I just think he's really great at, you know, like not carrying teams, but just like he's a really great regular season player for – teams that need someone to take on a scoring role or something like along those lines. I've got Pacers 8. Obviously, you've got Oladipo coming back off an injury. I think he's going to be a 20-point-per-game type player, just a good a good leader of that team. I've got him sneaking in 8. If not the Wizards, I mean, I can see the Wizards coming in. Obviously, they got John Wall. They drafted a – not John Wall, Russell Westbrook. And then they've got Denny Abdija, who they drafted with the ninth overall pick, who I think is going to be a good player. Now, let's get back up to seven a little bit. I got the Hawks. Obviously, they were terrible last year, but I think they're going to take a big step this year, obviously. I think Trey Young's going to average close to 30 points per game. They've got John Collins, who I think is going to be good. They've they've got, they've got made some re- they've made some good moves in the offseason, picking up Gallinari. Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich. I think that's, yeah, I think they're going to be a great team. Not great, but, you know. I mean, I, I think they'll make the playoffs. And 76ers, I feel like they're just going to be kind of a – Sixty type of team, maybe first round exit. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, same as last years. Now let's get into the ESPN top one hundred players for the twenty twenty one season. Now this is a not a great list, but uh, let's talk about it and see uh, what ESPN thinks. Let's just get right into it. At a hundred, they've got Joe Harris. I'm just gonna try to find somebody that's ranked way too low. Let's see. I mean, we've got. John Wall at 81. I, mean, I, I think DeMar DeRozan. I mean, John Wall at 81. Obviously, I think John Wall is going to come back and be better than that. But coming off injury, you never know. But I think DeMar DeRozan for sure, all the way down to 82, I think he's better than players like Josh Richardson and especially Contavious Caldwell-Pope, they, who they have at 77. I think DeMar DeRozan is definitely capable of being better than that. Oh, yeah, I agree. Contavious Caldwell-Pope at 77. It's, I think that's absolutely terrible. I think there's, I mean, we've got Dennis Schroeder, John Wall, DeRozan, DeJounte Murray, John Collins all behind him, which I completely disagree with. I, th- I think John Collins is going to take a big step for the Hawks as well, as you're talking about. I mean, I think he's a good player. I think he's going to take a big step this year. And then DeJounte Murray, and they're kind of high on him. What do you think about him this year? I do like DeJounte Murray. Uh, it was a close one. I almost had him as my most improved player. <laughs> But I don't know. I just don't think the Spurs are going to be that great, so I don't think he'll get as much recognition as he you know, deserves. But I think him and DeMar DeRozan will be a pretty good backcourt duo for the Spurs, but I just I think they're ranked way too low on this list. All right, let's move down to 76 through 33. This is where the good stuff comes in. We've got – let's just start off. We've got uh, number 70, Steven Adams. How do you think he fits in with the Pelicans this year? I mean – 
obviously he's going to be playing alongside Zion, so that's going to be a little bit different for him, like fit-wise. I mean, he's never really played against another – or played with another, like, dominant big. So, I mean, I think that's going to be maybe a, not a tough transition for him because Zion's play style is a little – not big man-esque, but – so I think he'll fit in okay, but I just I don't know. That's going to be a tough setup for the Pelicans. I think they're not going to have great spacing on offense, and I don't know. He'll be okay, but I don't I don't think he'll be anything great. We've got T.J. Warren at sixty three. I know you're high. On, I know you're pretty high on him. What do you think about T.J. Warren at this spot? I do like T.J. Warren. I think that's a little low for him. I mean, obviously they have Tyler Hero fifty nine. I mean, I'm a Heat fan. I love Tyler Hero, but I just I think he's way too overrated after that playoff run. I agree. He had a great run. They, I mean, the Heat, obviously, in general, just had a great run. But I think Tyler here after that, he got way too overrated by a lot of people. And I think uh, Tyler here should definitely be lower. I mean, Blake, Blake, they have Blake Griffin below him, Kevin Love, D'Angelo Russell. I think those are all players capable of being above Tyler Hero. And then TJ Warren, I think, has a chance at an all-star appearance this year. I think he should definitely be higher. I agree. Now we've got, let's see. What was I looking at? We got Lonzo Ball at 54. I got him for most improved player. I, I think the Pelicans are going to be a little bit better than they were last year. Michael Porter Jr. at 51. What do you think about him with the Nuggets this year? I feel like that's a pretty high ranking for Michael Porter Jr., honestly. Like, I think he'll be able to take a decent step up, but 51, like, it's tough to be a top 50 player in the NBA, and Michael Porter Jr. is just, I don't know, what is this, his Third, second, third year? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, he, he'll be an all right player, but I just, it's going to be tough playing behind both Jamal Murray and Jokic. Like, I just don't see him being that type of player at 51. Now, let's see. This is one I very, I, I heavily disagree with. We got Zach Levine at 56 behind players like Michael Porter Jr., Yusuf Nurkic, who's a good big, but Gordon Hayward, I mean, Malcolm Brogdon. I mean, all those players are behind or ahead of Zach Levine. I think Zach Levine is a 25-point-per-game player this year. For sure. He's stud on offense. I think he's going to carry the Bulls to maybe like a 10 seed. Yeah, they would. <laughs> I don't Yeah. I mean, I mean, he's obviously the best player on that team. If anybody watches the Bulls at all or Zach Levine, you know he's better than the 56th player in the league. Let's jump down a little bit. we got Fred Van Vliet at number 40. What do you think about that? I mean, I mean, I think it's tough to say because it's just I don't know how he's gonna fit with you know Lowry and then OG Ananobi with I mean who else is like I guess they really don't I mean Siakam but I guess I could see him being a top forty player in the NBA. He's just I don't know it's just uh, hit or miss with him I think this year. No, let's go down to thirty eight. We've got Shea Gilders Alexander for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Obviously. He was a stud last year. He averaged 20 points per game in his second season. But the Thunder are probably going to be the worst team in the league this year. Unlikely. So, I mean, that that could make him look like a top 20 player. He might average 25, 26, 27 points per game this year. I mean, I think he'll average 25 points per game this year. Mm-hmm. So I think he's going to move up in that rankings for the sole reason that the Oklahoma City Thunder are absolutely, they're going to be absolutely terrible. Let's see, you've got Russell Westbrook at 36. What, what do you think about him at that spot? I like uh... – Russell Westbrook, I think he's definitely a better player than 36. They've got Chris Middleton, Darren Fox. I mean, those are great players, but Russell Westbrook was a former MVP. Like, I feel like that's a little disrespectful to have him all the way down at 36. 
Now 34, we got De'Aaron Fox, somebody I'm very, very high on for the Sacramento Kings. Obviously, I don't think the Kings are there just yet, but I think De'Aaron Fox is going to continue to improve. He's a stud. I think I, I love De'Aaron Fox a lot. Let's see, we've got, let's move down. We've got John Morant at 31. What do you think about that? I do like John Morant. I like the Memphis Grizzlies a lot this year. Uh, I think he could, he can be better or worse than top 30 player. Like, I think he could definitely make it into top 25 by the end of the year if he plays well. But, I mean, you just never know. He's going to be a second-year player this year. And, I don't know, you just don't know how he's going to, like, I mean, obviously his team's going to be making a playoff or could be making a playoff run this year, and you just never know how he's going to deal with that. So, I don't know. Now, let's move down a little bit. We've got, we've, this is very controversial. Uh, we've got Zion Williamson at number 19, ahead of players like Jamal Murray, Bradley Beal, Carl Anthony Towns, Kyrie, Brandon Ingram, John Moran. I mean, Bradley Beal. I mean, what, what do you think about that? I think Zion in 19 is a little ridiculous. Like, obviously, he had a pretty good uh, rookie year, even though he only played in a few games. But I just, I don't know. 19 is going to be, that's going to be a tough task for him to, if they think 19, I mean, he, they even have him ranked over Paul George. I think Paul George is a, great regular season player at least and yeah he used to be a mvp candidate back when he was on oklahoma city thunder and i just i don't know if zion can uh i don't know i mean the man's only played 24 career games i don't think he's uh i mean obviously the dude's a stud i i can't see him lasting super long in the nba i feel like he's kind of injury prone i mean obviously the dude's a freak but i just can't see him at number 19 in the nba Let's, let's move down to, I mean, we're getting into the top 20s of the better players. Somebody I do think a, is a little bit high is maybe Bam out of Iowa at 13. Obviously, dude's a stud, but I don't know if he's better than Joel Embiid at 14. Oh, no, definitely not. Bam out of Bio. I think he's, yeah, maybe top three center. Honestly, I'm not even sure about that. I think Carl Anthony Towns might have him beat. Uh, I think, yeah, Joel Embiid's definitely, I think, a better player than Bam out of Bio. Probably Carl Anthony Towns, maybe even Rudy Gobert. Like, Bam Adebayo is a great player, but I just I don't know. I can't see him being a. Well, that would have him as a top two center in the league. I, I just don't think he's capable of that this year. Now I do agree. We've got Chris Paul at fifteen. I think that's that's a pretty good spot for him. We've got James Harden at nine. I'm not sure I'd put him behind Dame Lillard. It's kind of tough. I mean, Dame Lillard is a, is a stud. I mean. The, the top 10 seems kind of pretty solid. We do have – what do you think about Tatum at 11 ahead of Jimmy Butler at 12? I think Tatum will be a better mm, – yeah, I think Tatum will outperform Butler this year. I mean, Butler is going to be – I think he's going to try to give some of the shine to Tyler here this year, at least in the regular se- uh, season. And Jason Tatum, I don't think he has a problem with being the best player on that Celtics team, and uh, I think Jason Tatum is going to be good this year. All right, we've got Steph Curry at eight, behind Dame Lillard at seven. I disagree with that. I think Steph Curry is going to be runner-up MVP behind Luka, if not the MVP. I don't. I, I think he's going to be one of the best point guards in the league, top top two or three. If you consider LeBron as a point guard, Luka obviously, he's, I guess he's a point guard. We've got Kevin Durant at six, coming off that off that terrible injury. How, how do you think he's going to perform this year? I think six is a decent spot for Kevin Durant. I mean, obviously, he was a top two, three player in the league before he got injured. And then, obviously, coming back, six is 
I mean, that's a spot that I think Steph Curry may deserve better. Like, I think definitely Curry should be over Durant. But, I mean, Durant, coming off the injury, you just never know. Hopefully, I'd like to see him as a top five player, but I just don't know. No, he's been he's been play, he's been looking pretty well in the preseason. We'll see we'll see how, how he how he does this year. Let's get into the top five. We got Kawhi at five, Luca at four, Giannis at three, and then AD and LeBron taking the top two spots. I mean, you, you think that top five's agreeable? To an extent, I think I think you definitely have to switch Giannis and AD. I agree. Uh, and then maybe even. Luca and AD after that. I think Anthony Davis is a great player, but Giannis is so dominant. Luca, I think he I mean, he handles the ball so well and he just makes great uh basketball IQ plays and I just think I don't know, Anthony Davis at two is kinda tough for me. And then obviously LeBron at one. I think he's obviously one of the best players in the league. I don't think he's going to an MVP for the sole reason that I I wouldn't say voter fatigue, but at the same time I feel like people just want to see young stars win the MVP. Now, now let's get on. NBA is starting tomorrow. We've got Warriors and Nets. How do you, how do you think that game's going to go? I think Nets probably take that one. I think Steph Curry's going to have not a tough time adjusting to his new team. But, I mean, without he's playing without Klay Thompson. Uh, obviously, like coming off an injury, too. He's not going to have as many shooters surrounding him. Uh I just think the Nets will probably take that game just because they have a really deep team, and I don't know. I just I think I got the Nets winning that game. I agree. I think the Nets are going to be obviously. I put them at the two seed this year in the Eastern Conference. I think KD is going to ball out. I think him and Kyrie are going to fit pretty well. Obviously, they got pretty good pieces uh, as I discussed earlier. I got them beating the Warriors by ten or so points. And then we got the prime time game: Clippers versus Lakers. I got the Lakers taking the game. Obviously, I think the Lakers are the most dominant dominant team in the NBA. I think they're going to go back-to-back, obviously. LeBron, AD, just probably the most dominant duo in the league. What, what do you think about the Clippers and Lakers game tomorrow? Uh, I mean, that's a, that's a matchup that everybody, I think, wanted to see in the Western Conference Finals. And I think both those teams are very good. And uh, I think the Lakers are a better team, but I think the Clippers are going to win tomorrow night. And then Wednesday, we've got a little bit of, a little bit of everybody. One one of the games that does stick out to me is the Mavericks versus the Suns. I'm excited to see how the Suns play. They are predicted to win the game. I, I think Luke is gonna. I think Luke is gonna come out and drop 35 in the first night. It's a hot take for me. We'll see how Chris Paul and Devin Booker work together. I think they're gonna be a good team as well. I think it's gonna be a good game. What do you think about that game? Uh, I mean, yeah, I think. Suns probably take it because uh, I think Porzingis is out right now. So, I mean, yeah, I think the Suns with their – I think they're a really good team. I, it just has to – it comes down to chemistry, how well they mesh. And then another game that sticks out to me is uh, we've got the Bucks and Celtics, my two and three seed in the Eastern Conference. I think that's going to be a great game, maybe a potential – actually, it's not going to be a playoff matchup because they're both going to be two and three in my opinion. But Bucks and Celtics tomorrow night, I think that's going to be a good game. Giannis is day-to-day. We'll see if he plays. We've got Kimball Walker out. That might hurt the Celtics a little bit, but if Giannis plays, I got the Bucks in this game. Yeah, I think for sure the Bucks. All right, well, that's going to wrap it up for episode one of The Press Room. I appreciate all you guys tuning in. We'll uh, have, have a little bit more to talk about next week, obviously, as we'll be weekend of the NBA season. See how all our predictions look. Obviously, it's still going to be early, but 
Appreciate you all guys tuning in. See you next week.